our cancer journey. Hey, OCJ podcast friends. This is Bruce and I'm recording this show just for you. Many of you have reached out and asked me for an update because I took a break from the podcast and a few of you know why. So you wanted an update on my condition and a few of you saw a post that I did a few months ago about heading out on a new adventure. Well, I'm going to tell you about both me and the adventure I'm on in this podcast. As a matter of fact, I'm recording this show from a very special location. So stay tuned to the end of this podcast. I'll tell you about that. And thanks for listening. And thank you so much for the comments and being interested. Let's roll this tape and start this show. I am happy to be back. The Our Cancer Journey podcast is a place for those impacted by cancer, their caregivers, and their loved ones. Together, we explore ways that we can optimize our lives through the experiences of diagnosis and treatments and beyond into the future of survivorship. And now your host, Bruce Watkins. Greetings, everyone. It is Bruce Watkins, the host of the Our Cancer Journey podcast and other stuff, and hopefully your friend, too. So. It's been a while since I recorded and released a podcast. I'm sure some of you that follow the show know that. But if you follow the show, you probably know a little bit of the backstory about what's happened to me over the last couple of months. And I want to give you all an update. I've got some news to give you about what's been going on. I've got some new developments to share with you that are kind of weird, but I'm going to give it to you. And also, I've got some exciting and fun news, too. So it's going to be a little bit of a weird blend of stuff with this update. I hope you like it, though. So please stay tuned through the whole podcast. Now, if you're a follower of the show and you've heard most of the last several episodes, you know that there are some reasons why I might have delayed the podcast. And those of you that are my close friends, you know, too. But for you guys, the followers of the show and my good friends, I would really be grateful if you'd give me just a minute or two to kind of fill people in that are just now discovering the program because every day, every week, we have new listeners that discover our show either because they're spinning the podcast dial or there's a recommendation from a healthcare provider that's a fan of the show or there's people that some time ago might have been on the internet searching for a topic like chemo brain or yoga in recovery or lymphedema or any one of the stuff we've covered. And they found one of our episodes that was very meaningful for them at the time, but they haven't tuned into anything else, and they're just coming back. So for those of you newbies, let me give you a little bit of an update. I'm not going to go into detail at all. This is going to be super high level and quick. I put out episode 21 and 22. They're in the middle of the season two of the podcast. They occurred in the summer of 2022, and they will give you an update on what's going on with me, and I'm going to give you the super quick version of it right now. In 2017, I was diagnosed with cancer. It was stage three head and neck cancer and metastasized. It was pretty severe, and it was a very tough series of treatments and recovery, and I made it. The side effects are pretty tough because my particular cancer treatment came with a lot of side effects, but being NED, as anybody knows that's ever spent time in that little space, it is a blessing, 
a little bit of apprehension, but you'd rather be here than somewhere else, and I was very grateful. So I went on for several years, had all kinds of experiences and adventures, and then at one point I wanted to give back to the cancer community. I give back in various ways. It's something that's meaningful to me. And I decided to launch this Our Cancer Journey podcast to fill a need that I saw. It's not really a podcast about cancer. It's a podcast about life and how we can make our lives better. So it's been warmly received by a lot of folks that seem to find value in it. And I'm happy that it could be of service to some folks. So I've been doing this podcast for a while. And then in January of 2022, out of the blue, I started experiencing pain in my hip and in my abdomen. I had no idea what happened. I didn't have an accident. My workout was consistent. I was staying in good shape. It was crazy. Uh, I didn't understand it. Now, like a lot of people, I did what people do. I walked it off. I didn't go to the doctor. I wanted to see what would happen. And after a couple months, it gradually got worse. So I decided, well, I'm going to go. So I went to the doctor and we started with the hip and I had my hip x-rayed. And while I was at the hospital, a urologist said, hey, Bruce, it's been a while since we did a prostate check on you. And why don't we go ahead and do an MRI since you're experiencing a lot of pain? It would probably be beneficial to rule some things out. Probably everything's fine. Your PSA looks okay. And they did a pretty comprehensive MRI of my bladder and prostate and part of my pelvic bone. Well, the MRI of the prostate came back first and it detected what looked to be a lesion in part of my prostate. A fairly well-defined lesion, too, so the doctors were pretty adamant that this thing needed to be examined as quickly as possible. So I realized I was going to be on a new journey of investigation and scans and stuff like that. Boy, that was pretty unexpected, but then, less than a week later, while I was investigating the prostate, the x-rays of the hip came back, and they detected a shadow that they thought might be a lesion on my pelvic bone. Now, that's not a good thing, but it just so happens that metastasy of cancer from my original cancer in 2017 and potentially from prostate cancer too, it's not uncommon for it to go to the pelvic bone, apparently, from what I've been told. So my doctors were pretty animated and excited, and they jumped right in and started a series of scan after scan after test after test. They really wanted to go all out to make sure they knew what was going on. So I'm not going to go into great detail, but the scans were inconclusive, which required that we did more and different types of scans to try to get to the bottom of it. So fast forward now into the summer. I decided to go ahead and release the two podcast episodes I told you about, episode 21 and 22, not about the cancer and a blow-by-blow update of everything I was going through medically, because that's not really what this show is about. This show is about life and how all of us can make our lives better, regardless of if you have adversity like illness or anything else in your life. So I talked about my perspective about finding out about a new cancer thing and some life lessons that I learned from it, which I really appreciate the incredible, wonderful comments that came from that. Thank you all. But I took a break. Anybody that knew what was going on pretty much realized when I 
disappeared for a while, they knew a break was probably needed. And they were right. So I stepped away from the podcast for two reasons. One, as the summer came to a close, and after I put out my two podcast episodes I mentioned, the final test and scans were scheduled. And I knew this was going to be definitive. I knew this was going to tell me if I was very seriously ill and it would change the entire trajectory of my life, or if maybe something was not as bad as they initially thought it might be, and I might have a little bit of a reprieve for a while. At the same time as all that was going on, I was really doing some serious reflection about what I wanted to do. I made a reference in one of those two podcast episodes I told you that I had some special plans of things I really wanted to do. I was already planning on doing them, and I delayed them for this reason and that reason. And I said these words, I hope I didn't wait too long. (laughs) Well, new folks and listeners of the program, the number of comments I got about that one comment, about hoping that I didn't wait too long to follow a dream. If you think you're alone when you think that, let me share with you that we are not alone. So many people reached out and said, Bruce, I know exactly where you're at. Either that's what I'm feeling right now, that's what I fear, or I felt that and continue to be reminded of that every day and that's why my life has changed. It was impactful to so many people because it resonated with so many. So if you have those thoughts, you are not alone. At least you got one guy here standing by your side, okay? So I knew when I was going in to meet with my doctors for the final definitive statement on what was going on, that I was going to be making a definitive statement too about what I wanted to do. So first... The medical update is very simply this. After a biopsy of my prostate, we did get some cancerous material. So, I do have prostate cancer. A lot of samples were taken. I'm going to spare all the details, but my prostate is very big. It's very enlarged. And in a prostate that big, they can shoot a lot of samples and miss cancer. But they did get some cancer in one of the samples. Well, they didn't get enough quality material to be able to do what's called genome testing to it. They used some additional samples, too, and we still didn't get enough. There's only so many samples they could do. It's a pretty invasive test, as those people know that have done it, and they can only do it once over a long period of time. And the doctors were very disappointed because had we had that genome testing, I would have known if this cancer was aggressive, like one relative of my family had aggressive prostate cancer, or if it was more slow-growing, the kind of prostate cancer that men can live with for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, that they live with all of their lives and never kills them. They die of other causes. I don't know which one I have. I just know I have cancer. I don't know what it is. So I'm in this limbo. As one of my doctors said, this is the worst of the best case scenarios. (laughs) I went, man, 
That is probably the most accurate statement because I honestly thought, my God, at least with the first cancer I got in 2017, there was no questions. I knew immediately. I didn't have months. I didn't really even have weeks. I had a matter of days to figure out what I was going to do, how I was going to do it, because the cancer was moving so quickly. Now, this isn't exactly what they call observation. Because in observation, they pretty much know what they're dealing with, and they're basically saying, we don't have to do anything right now, let's just keep an eye on it. This is, we know you got cancer, but we don't know how bad it is, and it's probably okay, but we got to test you regularly because it could not be okay, and then the next test could be pretty eventful. So I need to be very thoughtful, but basically, I'm in a little bit of a wait-and-see game, and I've got to figure out where and how I'm going to do these tests. More on that in a second, okay? Now, regarding this pelvic bone image that could be a lesion, well, apparently there was something that somebody thought might have been a blemish on my bone, but it turned out to be they think nothing. It might just be a calcified injury from one of my hiking things, you know, a little mountain accident. I've had a few of those because I do that kind of stuff. And... That's a good thing, because as I found out, these bone lesions, depending on how big they are, where they are, and how aggressive they are, that could be really bad news. However, in the additional scans I mentioned, they found another lesion. It's small, but it's pretty defined, and they really don't know what that one is. That could be an injury as well, but it's much more clear. So. They want to test and keep an eye on that too. So I basically have cancer in my prostate and I've got a lesion on my pelvis and I've got two different series of tests that I need to run on a fairly regular basis for a period of time. And unlike the last time in 2017, this time I've got some time. I can make some decisions with my life. In 2017, I did not have that freedom. So that's kind of the healthcare status. Well, in the last couple of weeks of scans, going through September and into the early part of October, I knew that within a matter of a day or two, I was going to receive the final assessment on my prostate cancer and the final assessment of whatever this bone lesion may or may not be. And I'd been doing a lot of contemplation because it looked more and more like it may be inconclusive and I might have to be on the long-term evaluation scan situation. And I really thought about what do I want to do? Where do I want to be? What do I want my life to look like right now? Considering things are up in the air. So when I went in in early October, and my doctors said to me, prostate's a wait-and-see situation, and the bone lesion was, well, we have to watch it and see if it moves. If it moves, we know we've got a problem. And both doctors asked me, what's your plan? What are we going to do now? And that's when I shared with them that I'd made a decision. They already had an idea that I was up to something. 
<laughs> and I said to them, I'm leaving. <laughs> it was a beautiful look. <laughs> and he said, what? And I said, I'm leaving the country. All I can do right now is get scans, right? And they go, well, where are you going? I'm going to Thailand. <laughs> and they said, well, it, well, yeah, but where are you going to get the scans? I said, doctor, I've done a little bit of research. My understanding is that Thailand has some world-class hospitals, especially in Bangkok. And apparently Bangkok is one of the world's top medical tourism destinations. They've got hospitals there with the same high-end, brand-new equipment that this hospital has. They said, well, how is this going to work? And I said, well, how about this? While I'm kind of traveling in Asia, I'll pull into one of these top hospitals. I'll get a scan on whatever machine in whatever way you want me to get it done. I'll do the scan. I'll get the results. And I'll send them back to you in America. You evaluate them. And if they're still inconclusive or there's no cause for alarm, I'll keep going. If you see something dangerous that we need to deal with right away, you send up a red flare, I'll be sitting in this chair 48 hours later. And the doctor stood there quietly, and they looked at me and took a deep breath and said, Works for me. <laughs> and they said, Why are you going? I said, I learned one thing, doctor. There's no time like the present. That's become my motto. I've mentioned that on this podcast before. And now it was time to live it. As I'm recording this right now, I'm sitting in a remote area of southern Thailand. Literally just a few hours after I had my final consultation with my doctor, I boarded a plane. I flew across the Pacific. I landed in Tokyo, had some amazing food at the airport I'll tell you all about, and then I took a flight to Thailand. I'm having phenomenal experiences. In one of my earlier podcasts, I talked about the fact that sometimes people with cancer become very hyper-focused on the trauma and the tragedy that we're going through. It's jarring. There aren't even words to talk about how life-affecting it is in some ways, but it seems to consume them completely. Well, I took a break from the podcast about a year ago. And I traveled to Turkey, and I wrote an article about it. Man, it got a lot of comments from folks because I felt weird about telling people that I still wanted to live. I wanted to experience things. Even if I was to become ill again or have a life-threatening issue, I didn't want to stop. Life was too important for me no matter how little of it I had. I was just going to go for it. Still, I'd met so many people that were fighting for their lives. 
They were the stage four crowd. And I always felt like, who am I to even talk? I was stage three. I almost died a couple of times. But I never, ever, ever experienced what some of these people that I know today are going through. As a matter of fact, some of the people from my original cancer cohort aren't here anymore. And many other people I met that had different kinds of cancers aren't here anymore, but many, many others are. And more people are surviving this thing and living qualities of life they never even dreamed possible. But still, I'm very sensitive to what people are going through. And I didn't know if I should tell somebody that I still wanted to have adventures, much less actually go and throw caution to the wind and do it. Well, that all changed when a couple people reached out to me and told me that I needed to talk about these adventures because other people couldn't have them. It was through hearing about those things, knowing that other people were living them. It was giving them happiness and learning an adventure. I believe it was episode 10. I can't remember, but it was the one where I said that somebody said to me, you need to write about these things. Don't be embarrassed. Because for some of us, your stories are the only way we'll ever be able to go on that trip. (sighs) Man, talk about a life-changing moment. Well, I've decided I'm going to stay in Thailand a while and travel to some other countries as well, as long as I'm healthy. It was what I was doing before the Art Answer Journey podcast. I'm going to start sharing some of the information about some of the things I'm experiencing here. I want to share that with you, and I'm going to be sharing it in other places as well. So, I'm on the road again. Because there is no time like the present. Whatever happens, I'm more grateful than I can ever say that I've been able to spend this time and hopefully a lot more time with you. But until then, from Thailand, love to all of you, caregivers and loved ones, cancer patients and medical and holistic providers, people that are helping people psychologically and spiritually, Thank you all. Take care. I'll be talking to you soon. Until then, remember, this is our cancer journey. This episode of the Our Cancer Journey podcast is sponsored and produced by Fairlead Media. All rights reserved.